You're listening to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast, episode number 42. In today's episode, I interview Solid founding member and one-to-one tenacious coaching client, Shelly Clark of Mind Body Parenting. Shelly has recently launched her very first program called Reclaim, a program for parents. And in this episode, she shares with us the steps that she took in the lead up to the program and all of the things that led to her five-figure success story. I hope you enjoy it. There is so much wisdom in this episode. Enjoy. Welcome to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Joy, and on this show, we talk about inspirational journeys in life and entrepreneurship. Through soulful conversations with inspiring guests, you're sure to get clear, get organized, get enlightened, and get moving on your dream business with the perfect blend of strategy and alchemy. Hello and welcome back to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast. Today I have with you my amazing friend, client, amazing human. Uh, I want to even say my parent coach, Shelley Clark. Welcome, Shelley. Hi, how are you? I'm fabulous. It is so great to have you on the show. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me on. It's great. Pleasure. Pleasure. Today we're going to be talking about launching and loving it. Um, Shelly has recently had a very successful launch, her very first real launch. Um, We're going to talk about that shortly. But before we do, if you don't know Shelly, Shelly works supporting parents to understand their child's behaviour and develop rich, long-lasting relationships. She's a physiotherapist, cranial sacral therapist and parent educator. She is a hand-in-hand parenting and aware parenting instructor, passionate about the nervous system, body, and helping families thrive. She is a mother to three beautiful children. Um, thank you so much, Shelley, for, for joining me. You have had quite an incredible career with, um, with lots of qualifications and experience to your name. Do you want to tell us a little bit how you arrived in this space? Yeah, sure. Um, thank you. I So my background is as a physiotherapist. So I've been a physio now for nearly 18 years, I think. Um, so I don't feel like it's been that long since I left uni, but it's coming up close to 20 years, um, which I still find impossible to even believe. But I've, I've worked in different areas as a physio. So private practice, um, sports physio at the Women's and Children's Hospital, doing peds. I really love kids. I have always loved working with kids. Um, and so before my own kids, I was at the Women's and Children's Hospital. Then 10 years ago, had my first child. And as many of us do when we have children, we evaluate our lives, everything. everything. <laughs> what are we doing? Do I love what I do? Because if I'm going to be away from my kids, I better love what I do. And I still hadn't really found the thing that I just loved, loved. Um, mm. Even though I love working with kids at the Women's and Children's, it still wasn't, you know, my thing. And then when my son was two, I came across um, craniosacral therapy, which is a bodywork Um, manual therapy approach it's really light touch so we're working with the fascia in the body and so it's often and I can treat babies right up to 
the elderly because it's so gentle and it's very holistic. So I bought, I took my son in to, for a craniosacral therapy session because he wasn't talking actually. And so after three sessions, he was stringing some sentences together and I was blown away by the changes in his confidence and, you know, his speech and his language. And I just went, what, what are you doing? Mm. So went and studied craniosacral therapy and really that changed my life. Um, it's so holistic. It looks at mind, body, and spirit. Um mm. And the person as a whole, what's going on for them emotionally, how that is in the body. So really for the last eight years, I've been studying that. Um, I've had two more kids since then as well. And um, along the line, was struggling with all the things that a lot of parents struggle with, sleep, Mm -hmm. exhaustion, um, you know, some really challenging behaviours. And so after my second, when my daughter was born, I was in, you know, it was, was, it was struggling. Like it was really hard. I was working a couple of days a week doing craniosacral therapy, but we were still, I didn't know what I was doing in the parenting side of things. And I came across hand in hand parenting, the idea of connection and, you know, meeting our children and it changed our life again. So we implemented the tools and I wanted to learn more, became a hand-in-hand instructor, found aware parenting. Again, just the understanding of really connecting with our kids and what's driving our children's behaviours. And then um, became an aware parenting instructor and now I help parents. So I really combined the two, helping parents to understand their children's behaviour and craniosacral therapy a couple of days a week. So, and moving more into the online space, running my own programs to support parents so that, um, you know, they feel joy, they feel connected to their children. It feels a lot more easeful. There's laughter and joy back into parenting. And that really is like, that lights me up. That is what Mm. I love doing the most in the world is combining all the things that I've learned to uh, really support parents. So that's how I landed here. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love the work that you do. And I guess, you know, there's been an increased demand for the work that you do, particularly over the pandemic with parents needing to adjust everything in their lives. And, you know, the, um, you know, the needs of our children have changed so dramatically with the pandemic. They're, you know, everything has been become more heightened. Um, you know, they're, they're running on adrenaline. Their nervous systems are really on overdrive. And yeah. so and so are ours. Um, yeah. And we know that they feed off our energy. Um, so that need for parents to be able to regulate themselves and help their children regulate is pretty important um, for, you know, for a healthy and thriving world. Mm. Um, but I guess, the, you know, what's happened in, you know, talking about your business, because you're not new to this work, you have been doing this particular work for a couple of years now. That's, that's how we originally met. Yeah. And, you know, I think one of the things that's really interesting is, you know, watching your journey over the last couple of years, there has been this sort of, I want to say like this steep 
um, increase in demand, I guess you could say. And so in like commensurate with that, you have been almost forced to deliver group courses because mm. you you really were hitting that glass ceiling in terms of the number of clients that you could serve. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think for me, um, I run my own business in terms of the clinic side of things and um, have the three kids. So I only wanted to work a certain number of hours a week with clients and it's been maxed out for a year, year or so now, probably nearly two years where I can't see any more clients per week, one-to-one. Um, and so for a while now, probably about a year, <laughs> I've been wanting to yeah. move more into group programs so that, you know, I can have 20 people um, learn this information, so deliver some information, but also provide that support in a group mm. setting, which is really, really powerful because especially um, it's powerful for any, like our group coaching program for business is powerful. But I mm. think with parenting, we're so isolated yeah. in today's society and culture that we often parent in nuclear homes with, you know, two parents or one parent and the kids at home with, you know, mm minimal or a bit of support depending on how lucky we are around us with extended family and so we don't realize that the person next door or across the road or in the next city is actually struggling with the same issues yeah and so being in a group program for um parenting support I've, i mm. is so powerful because yeah. all of a sudden we have parents sharing stories and they're like oh my kid's doing the same oh my mm. kid's doing the same and you know, just that in itself is actually quite affirming, help, affirming helpful mm. for parents because they think, oh, great, I'm not the only one struggling with this. So um, I'm loving the group program so far. It's been great. Um, I think we're four weeks. This is week four. Yeah. And it's really powerful. It's yeah. been really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So so let's talk a little bit more about that. So tell us um your your course is called Reclaim. And um and and this episode is really to talk about your launch of this program. As Shelley said before, this is a course that she wanted to bring forth for quite some time, like I would say at least 12 months, mm. just really wanting to introduce this course. So let's let's wind the clock back. 12 months yeah. Um, because, you know, this, this program was on the cards, but, you know, the truth is, is that this time last year, and I know we've talked about this, that this was not something that was coming through you at this point last year. So I'd love to know in order to get to this point, you know, what, like what changed in terms of who you've become in moving towards this, this time because um Shelly's a manifesting generator for those of you who follow human design um and you know there were lots of things going on for you over a long period of time that it was like I want to it's not the right time I want to it's not the right time and I know that we've talked about you know like now that it's happened and it's been so successful, that reflection has been like, wow, like look how far you've come. <laughs> what was it? What was different to the Shelly 12 months ago to the Shelly who's just launched this program? Mm, man, where do, I, <laughs> where do I start? I think I think it's been a journey and I, if for anyone listening, if they're wanting to do, you know, 
their, uh, build an online business and a program or share some knowledge or whatever it is that they want to do, it is a journey. It has been a journey. Some people can just see someone launch something and go, gosh, how does she just launch that and, and, and do that? And I'm like, well, there has been many, there's been like a year backlog of, of I can't do this or I'm, I'm no good at this or like, you know, mindset stuff, belief work. Um, so that's been a big part of it. Um, transitioning from like your in-person therapy space to the online world, I've come up against many different blocks of, um, posting on social media. You know, I was terrified, terrified a year ago, probably 18 months ago of hitting live on Facebook or Instagram and thinking, I can't do this. What have I got to say? And I'd sit there for half an hour with sweaty palms before hitting live. And my husband was like, have you started yet? I'm like, no, I haven't started yet. (laughs) I'm still working up to it. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I just like (laughs) so nervous. And so I think, yeah, a year ago, it was just working through a whole lot of, um, fear and you know belief around what I've got to offer and my knowledge and you know different things like that um setting up like last year I was going through setting up uh, my website and you know really solidifying the my my branding and my message and what I you know who I'm here for what I'm wanting to do um so I think it just takes time sometimes to get really clear on those messages and those things. Mm. Um, I and also, sometimes you've got to have some clients, some runs on the board. Yes. So that becomes clearer because, you know, um, for those watching, Shelley, you tend to work with professional parents. Mm. That tends to be your clientele, but that was never going to be what you would have started out as, but it's what you ended up as. You found that accidentally, right? Yeah. And I would say like just starting and doing clients and seeing, you know, and, and a lot of that refinement has come from in the last year. Throwing um, spaghetti at the wall. Yeah. And seeing and realizing that actually, yeah, a lot of the people that I work with um, are doctors or nurses or practitioners or teachers or lawyers or like they are, they tend to be more from that um, professional background. And I didn't realize that until you know, until you pointed it out one day or like we were talking about it one day, I was like, oh yeah, actually in the last five um, clients that have come to me, they've all been, uh, you know, in that sort of those sort of fields. So, um, so that has been like part of it is doing it. So Mm. being scared and going, yep, I think having support around me has been huge. So being in Solid, your business program and uh, working with you, uh, I work with Marion Rose as a mentor and so do um, my parent mentor, but really mm-hmm. in the last year that's probably shifted to a lot more um, support around business facilitator, and facilitator. facilitator. Yep. And so like um, mentoring as an instructor. Yeah. And um, almost supervision type type work. So, mm-hmm. so, yeah, a lot of inner work a lot of inner work, but also having structures in my business because I was probably um, overwhelmed a year ago by all the little things that needed to be done and I was easily overwhelmed by a to-do list. 
and mm. didn't quite know where to start. And so then I'd go, oh, too much, shut down. Yeah. <laughs> so whereas now I've got a lot more tools in my toolkit of what that feels like in my body of having noticing like, okay, actually this feels overwhelming. What's the one thing I need to do today? Just get that one thing done. Or do I need to rest and have a nap? Or what is like, what are my needs and meet my needs? But also I think the structures that I've learned through Solid have been so good at looking at each part of my business. And so it's not overwhelming, you know, Mm -hmm. looking at calculations, looking at what my messages are, looking at my calendar, you know, having that has been so good for me. And still in those moments where you identify that you're in overwhelm, Mm because I think that's often, you know, just learning to identify that, but then being able to go, okay, I'm feeling this, but still having that ability to take action, you know, even if it was like, I'm going to have a nap, but when I get up, I'm going to do that one thing, that one needle moving thing. Yes. I think that has been the biggest thing as well is just stepping like one step at a time. Mm. And it's really hard, I think, when we're in the online social media world where we can see the next person that's posting or we can see the the next you know someone that's similar or worked in a similar field it's so Mm -hmm. easy to go oh gosh they've posted today and I haven't got anything organized uh shut down and I've noticed those thoughts I've noticed that person in my head (laughs) that Mm -hmm. says those things and they're just not true so I've Mm -hmm. kind of really with the work that I do with Marion Rose, which is actually what I teach (laughs) to help us to identify um, our thoughts and to just put loving limits in place and go, you know what, I'm not willing today to look at social media. I'm not willing to look at other people's things. Mm. I'm just going to focus on what I, what I need and what's next in my steps. And Mm. that's like almost blinkers on has been really helpful for me. Mm. And I want to chime in around um, around that because mm. I know that part of what you did was kind of unsubscribe and check out, not only following social media, but you left quite a few, say, educational learning groups and decided that's it, no more courses, like I'm doing this now, yeah. like no more information, it's time for action. Can you Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, well, you know, the last probably five or six years has been study for me. You know, like I've been studying craniosacral therapy. I was in hand in hand um, instructor mentoring for a year, aware parenting for a year, Marion Rose's work, the Marion method for another year. Um, and then I was in different containers, uh, learning around all sorts of different things. And so a lot of my energy was spent learning from other people, which is wonderful. But I also identified that I love learning. It's a big high value of mine. Mm. But there was also a part of me that was doing it because I felt like I needed to know more before I could get started. Mm. So it was actually coming from a place of lack, essentially. Your motivation there was coming from a a thought around lack. A part of it, yes, a part. Like a part of like I love learning, so I love learning more. Mm. 
but I just was in like, okay, I will, I'll learn that and I'll learn that and I need to learn that. Oh, that's new. Oh, I'll learn that too. Because mm. I was like, I, I need to have all the information before I can go and teach it. Mm. But it's just not, that's not going to be a reality. There's, we're not going to be able to know everything before mm. we start. And is it true? No, <laughs> like, you know, and so, true. yeah. And so mm. I just, at the start of the year, I was like, right, this is the year that I start to put things out into the world um, mm. and do my work and action the things that I've been journaling about for probably eight years. There's journal ideas <laughs> in, you know, 15 journals that I've got that I've built up from the last 10 years of mothering mm. and going on this journey that I want to start to share with people. And this year was like, right, this is, that was the focus. So I did, I pulled out of, um, you know, containers and things that I would just spend time reading or I would read something and I would respond or reply. But every time I was doing that, it was energy that wasn't in my business. Mm. So yeah, it was a conscious choice or decision to just really kind of, again, focus on putting my ideas. I actually said at the start of the year, this is the year that things get out of my journal and into the world. Wow. So it's, yeah, it's, it's happening. It was a decision. It was yeah. a decision. You, you yeah. just decided, I think yeah. is the difference is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Like the difference between Shelly 12 months ago and the Shelly now is that she just decided enough, like yeah. enough, enough, yeah. enough. I'm enough. And what I know is enough. And I'm doubling down on on what I want to create here. Yeah, and, and the I'm enough. Yeah, and the I'm enough part is a big one. You know, we often, many of us carry that, oh, am I enough? Do I know enough? Am I good enough to teach this? Do I know it well enough? And I think partly we do need to be doing things for a few years before we do really embody mm a piece of work or like, yes. you know, knowledge. And so it part of it has actually just been um, the journey for me to really deeply know this work and know that I know it. And, mm. and that has just been trusting how long that has taken as well. I, I, mm. I really do trust that um, those years were valuable years to work through all of the things at my pace. Yeah, and consolidate. Um, consolidate. So even if someone's listening now and going, oh, I really want to start my business and it's hard and I'm in that phase where it feels overwhelming, to just be really like compassionate with myself at the pace that it has happened in, mm. you know, however many years it's taken me. Um, and then this year it has been fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, this year I've launched a podcast. I launched 21 Days of Play, which is a, yeah. a play course. and started a podcast and launched this launched reclaim so it, a lot has happened in this year but yeah. it's almost been like a slow build up build up build up and then mm. right okay I'm ready let's mm. let's mm. let's do it yeah yeah and I sense with that too there was you know all the while you know I know this is something I talk about you you have been really increasing your capacity to hold that in yeah. within your own energetics within your own body you know just 
you know, using that muscle to expand so you can hold that level of intensity because it's intense and, you know, that takes work. Just like building a muscle, it takes work to expand that over time. So that's that's been huge mm. as well. Yeah. Um, so in talking specifically about the launch, mm. the lead-up to the launch, so uh, I did mention this at the beginning, but just for the people who may have missed it, um, Shelly did have an $11,000 launch mm-hmm. for her very first launch, uh, first real big launch, um, and which is just huge. Like to hit a five-figure launch, um, she had 22 people enroll, mm-hmm. um, which is just amazing. And, and I want to say this, particularly amazing given your stats because you don't have a huge following. Um, you had an email list that grew. You, when you started your launch, you had 200, if I'm right, yeah. roughly. Yeah. And then during that launch, your email list grew by a third yeah. to, to 300, yeah. um, you know, 300 people um, in, in total, which is just huge. Um, and then... Out of that, and how many followers do you have on Instagram, Shelley? Um, I think now it's 1,250 or something. Yeah, yeah and that's been growing that quite grew, That grew you. another, that grew a couple of hundred people, I think, while I was, like, doing the launch. Yeah. That so, you know, I think this is a really interesting thing is, you know, Shelley doesn't have astronomical numbers She's got a fairly conservative audience for someone who's been doing, you know, been on social media for a couple of years doing this work and and she's had these remarkable results. So I want to dig into what were the things that you did to prepare for the launch that was different to what you'd done before? So Mm -hmm. leading up to the launch, what were the things that you did, the strategic things that you did to grow that audience and to lead people towards open cart day week. <laughs> yeah. Well, in terms of what I've done bef- differently to before, I really haven't done a proper launch before. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's been things that I have um, sold before, which might've been a webinar or something where I might a week before kind of say, Hey, I'm doing a webinar. Anyone want to join me? (laughs) Um, so that's sort of been my thing that I've done before and I might get five or 10 or, you know, a few people sign up. Mm -hmm. Um, this time it was much more planned out and right from you know, a few months before. And I would say the launching the podcast in March was probably a big part of that as well, of people um, listening to the podcast. I think probably maybe half the people that joined Reclaim when I when they introduced themselves said, I've listened to the podcast and I was, you know, really keen to join and learn more. And I was like, oh, wow. You know, I'm still... Amazing. I'm still shocked that people listen to I still, it's so new for me still that people listen to the podcast. I'm like, oh my gosh, you listen. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's still a novelty for me to have people say that they listen to the podcast because I produce it and I love it and I put it out in the world. Um, but I still, it's still new to me that people yeah. listen and, and have listened to every episode. And I just love that. So mm. that happened in March. So that probably built a bit of a, you know, more of an audience of who 
I am and what I do and the work. Um, and so certainly my um, following and things have since March has really, it's only really been this year that that has been growing. Yeah. Um, but then in, so we started the course the start of August, I think it was mid-June, we'd had a session, you and I, and we're like, okay, let's map out what uh, this launch will look like. So, you know, two weeks um, had a lead magnet, which was a um, PDF around understanding your children's behaviours. And so I did that for two weeks on social media, come and join, here's my free thing. And then I did a free three-day reset challenge, which was really the big Mm. um, thing. Driver. Driver into the course. And so that was three days. I had had nearly 100 parents, 97 parents sign up for that, which I was blown away by. I was like, oh, my Mm. gosh, that is so amazing. And you Um, had incredible live response. Like the numbers were just blowing my mind mm. and were consistent across that whole three days. So um, I had opted in as well and, and was jumping on the calls and, you know, of course, it loving those sorts of stats I was looking at the numbers of how many people and you know out of the 90 odd who had um joined you know at one stage I know on one of the calls there was you know up around 45 people on the call and it yeah. didn't drop much below that yeah in across those three days, three days. it mm. had very high engagement right across that whole time yeah, which I don't really have any idea about this stuff. And you like, had great I know... open rates on the replays too because I yeah, know the open talked rates, about that. Yeah, so, again, this is stuff that I have no, I, I've learned all really from you. I don't have any idea about what is standard or good or any of these things. So I'm just like a novice to and saying, Sharon, is this good? <laughs> is it an open rate of 60%? Like I think we've had yes. a 60% open rate of the yes. replays. Is that a good Amazing. open rate? Um, and so it is about learning these things around what is expected around a launch and um, which I'd never done before. So, um, yeah, the three-day reset challenge was wonderful um, mm. and jumped on the Zoom call every night with parents and it was three days to reset your family. And parents, I got lots of really great feedback for, for just that. Um, yeah. And then from there, from the end of that, the car opened and so open the cart for 10 days, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, ended up with 22 people join the course by the end. So, Amazing. Yeah. So let's talk about launch week, those 10 yeah. days. Yeah. Tell us about that. What were the things that you were doing in that 10 days? Well, social media. So I had a couple of posts per day. So a lot more presence on social media than what I probably had been previously. And so Mm -hmm. I just upped that and started doing some reels. And, um, you know, again, it's like a lot of my own blocks around fear of doing these things or showing up more. Just I put all of those aside really and was like, you know what? It's just not even true. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> it was like mm. one of those. And your reels are fantastic. Doing it. So you I have some fantastic reels. Thanks. Well, it's just one of those things where you're still, I just have a lot of self-doubt. So, you know, just doing it and not even really caring about what like family or friends or others are going to think or say, just 
this is part of my business and this is what I'm doing. Mm. Um, and so it's a great way to look at it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of gold in there. People listening, a lot of gold in there, like right there. Doesn't matter what people think. I'm doing it anyway. It's yeah. it's not about them. It's not about their thoughts or judgments or opinions. Yeah, it's there's so much wisdom in that. And it's even got to the point for me. It's not even about me actually. It's about the work. Like for me, so it, that's probably what's happened this year. I'm like, this is less about my own fears now and more mm-hmm. about the parents and the kids that I'm helping. Yeah, because every because your vision is bigger, right? Yeah, like, like every when yeah. we worried about, oh, that's scary doing a reel. It's like it's it's small fish. Yeah, you know, like we, you you're looking at the big fish. You're looking yeah. at the big shark. <laughs> yeah, and it has it got to the point where staying small was painful, like painful because I was like, no, actually, I just need to now share this message, and it mm. became more about the message and the kids. Like I think about every family so 100 people that joined reset and then 22 people even more deeply that yeah. ripples out to you know however many kids that yeah. if parents change one thing or if they listen to their kids feelings once and that kid feels a little more seen or heard like that is my that me for me is the driving force for me yeah so, the change of, of those 22 people enrolled is at least a hundred people. Yeah. And that ripples out yeah. from there. And that's what's driving me. So even sometimes when I'm like, oh, do I post this? Do I not? You know, and I'm sort of in my head, I come back to that and I come back to like, this is why I'm doing it mm. for these kids, for kids, for all kids. Mm. Um, and for the parents too, because we feel more joy and we feel, you know, totally. It changes yeah. our lives too. It's a big phase of our life. Yeah. To, for it to be miserable and yeah, you don't want to survive it. You want to thrive. You know, how can Absolutely. we thrive? Yeah. Um, so going back to your question, what else did I do in car open week? Um, so yeah, social media. And then I also had emails. Um, pretty much there was an email out to my email list when it opened, a reminder a few days later, and then four or five days before cart closed, there was a, you know, an email each day mm-hmm. saying, come and join us. And here's the details. And if you want to find out more and all of those sort of things, I think that's the other thing that I just went that selling. Cause again, me kind of going, Oh, I don't like selling to people, but actually I think you helped me flip this to just, it's serving people. And this is the information. This is the course. This is, if you feel called to come and join me, come and join me. And just giving them the information about what's in it. This is what you'll get. Come and learn from me if you feel called to. And that's, that's all it was. So I think that shifted as well, where I'm like, I'm just sharing what I do in the world. How do people even know what I do if I don't share it and don't mm. tell them how they can come and work with me? Um, mm. And so just, just doing those things um, mm. was helpful. And leverage on that concept of selling and serving, you know, yeah. you were doing some really great follow-ups with people who had expressed interest. So I know that we talked about that and, you know, there were people who you you had reached out to privately and said, hey, I know you're interested, you know, um, and, you know, 
soulfully asked, you know, are you, would you like to join or is it a not for this yeah. time? And and you had a great response from that, didn't you? Yeah, it was probably two or three people that I um, that they had said, yes, I'm keen to join. Um, but it got to that like last Sunday night of when cart was closing and they hadn't and I just sent them a message because parents are busy. I forget. All the, I say I'm going to do something and then I forget all the time. It just goes out of my brain. So when someone says, hey, did you want to follow up on that or um, just reminding you this is closing, uh, I'm actually like, oh, thanks for the reminder. Yes, I'll do that right now. Mm. Um, and so it was instead just of making from, you making a story up about it of oh, you know, they don't want it. It's me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just went, hey, you know, are you well, are you still in? Yeah, Here's the link. Yeah, and I think it's because I wasn't attached to the outcome, so I wasn't making the outcome of it mean anything about me. It was like, hey, do you want to join us? If you do, then you know. Here's, here's the link. Um, and yeah, I think that's been a that's been a big shift for me too, is just mm-hmm. here's my work. I'm really solid in it. This is what I do. This is how I can help you. And you know, here it is in the world. And rather than a year ago, there was just heaps of doubt and still unsure and still a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. overwhelm. <laughs> Yeah. It's just remarkable hearing how much you've really, and I can't find a better way to explain it, but gotten out of your own way. You've just stepped aside and gone, this thing's bigger than me. Mm. You know, this thing is so much bigger than me. And just, you know, stayed true in that throughout this whole entire launch. It's like, no, it's got to happen. It's got to come through. It's just Mm. so, so good. Um, I want to talk about pricing because yeah. we went on a little bit of a journey around mm-hmm. pricing your your um, yeah course. Okay. Tell us about that journey and um, and whether your strategy worked in the end. Well, I think it did. I'm sure <laughs> it did. Um, so originally, I was uh, going to charge more, almost probably double um, the price that we had. Um, and that was, I've never really run a course before. So I was like, you know, this is, this is going to be a great lot of content and they have a lot of one-on-one or like group calls and things. So I was just sort of picked a number really that I, um, thought, but, uh, you know, you and I discussed things and we dropped the price or chose a price that still felt comfortable. And once you actually said, that, you know, when you said that around, you know, the current economic, you know, landscape for people and to get more people in for this first round at a price that's like, yes, let's do it, where they don't have to think quite as much about it. Um, and it's I was an like, easier sell for you. Ultimately. Makes it easier. And it also mm-hmm. was, it made it then I didn't even think, about that or I wasn't then concerned or worried about like oh will they yeah is this too much or anything like that Mm. I just we set that price and I actually think we probably had more people join in at that price so it ended up probably being a more successful launch who knows I wouldn't have known how many I would have had in at the other price but Mm. um, I am glad that we did that because we've got a, you know, a larger number of people in the course, which also builds that energy. And you know, mm-hmm. there's lots of questions. There's lots of people on the calls. It's really, 
really great. So I'm glad that that that's what we came to and talked about. Mm. Um, and it's just a learning thing. Like if I'd done the price at, you know, the more, you know, the higher price and had eight, it would have just been a different experience or yeah. four, it would have been a different experience. But I'm really glad because having that number, it's just, it's just building a beautiful energy. Mm. And I think one of the things that I remember saying was, uh, you know, around this being such a body of work that is, you know, accessible to more people yeah. at, at the price point that you went with. And yeah. I think the proof's in the pudding with the number, you know, given the mm. size of your audience and the number of people that did jump in. And this is all organic, by the way, for anybody listening. Um, Shelly didn't have any paid advertising or anything like that um, and hasn't had at all. In, in any of her um, audience growth. So, you know, it's really, um, it's a really great thing because, you know, this isn't the end of the line for you either in terms of your client journeys that there's, there's places where people can go beyond this course to work with you. Yeah, I think that was um, helpful as well to work out where this was in my offerings for people. So, you know, I've got lower pro- price point course for 21 days of play and a couple of little webinars and free things the podcast is free so there's you know working out a client journey Mm -hmm. has certainly been something that I've been working on over the last year as well of like offerings that um kind of make sense in in someone's learning uh, and parenting Mm -hmm. journey and so yes I think your point around let's get more people in at this price point so that we expand and reach more people knowing that if people want to dive a bit deeper we you know there's one-to-one that we can do one-to-one packages I might do some smaller group coaching um, mastermind type things Um, you know I have many many ideas of lots of things that I still want to offer I think having one course launched and under my belt and you know working out how I like to to run it and create it has been really Mm. exciting and it has been hard like there's been Mm. it's been like it's been an effort like there's been late nights at times and yes there has been some late nights (laughs) really late nights yeah um because it's the first time that I've done it it's the first Mm. time that I've written a sales page and it's first time that I've um, created course modules and video content. And, you know, this is all learning. I'm literally learning this as I've, you know, gone along. Mm. Um, and so I'm really proud of myself actually mm. for. It really is fabulous. Like, um, I purchased, that. I purchased Shelly's course. Uh, and, you know, so I'm, I'm in the program as, as a client of Shelly's and, you know, the quality of the way that you put the program together is just amazing. You know, it, it is hands down one of the best programs put oh. together that I've seen. No, absolutely. And, and I think the thing is, Shelley, is, you know, because, you know, your effort to make um, the ability for the course content to be accessible by all types of learners, you know, there's captions on every video, there's you know, they can get the audio transcripts, they can get the the, the written transcripts. Like it, you've just gone above and beyond mm. in in delivering in, you know, 
I want to say above and beyond compared to most other course creators out mm. there today. And, you know, I think that where you're heading is where we need to be. There's no doubt about it. But you've just put it together so professionally and, you know, so easy to follow, so cohesively. It's just like, honestly, that's absolutely testament to, you know, to what not only what you're capable of, but your you know, your professionalism and, and the standard of what you're here to deliver. It's just so, so awesome. Oh, thanks. Makes me want to cry. Oh, it's, you know. I think it makes me want to cry because I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) You've been, um, lots of late nights went into that. Yeah. But here's the thing, you know, I know we've talked about this so many times. You've been so excited by the fact that, you know, yes, you've had those late nights, but straight off the back of that, you're really excited about, but it's done for next time. Like next time it's going to be so much easier and, you know, just ready to, you know, to drop and you'll just be able to facilitate, which is a beautiful Mm. space to arrive in. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it it has just been a a wonderful learning curve and a, and mm. like a journey to to go through um and i think i was saying this earlier that until we actually start doing it it's you know that is where we learn that's where we go oh actually i want to i want to create this next time or actually that's mm. a whole nother course or mm. um you know oh that's a a gap in parents knowledge or a service or something that so I think doing it for me has been the thing where I'm like okay great I can it's it's actually happening um Mm. whereas for a long time it felt like nothing was happening and for many years (laughs) but it was um, what was happening on the inside yeah there was still a lot of who you were becoming in all of that yeah yeah and so it's just been great I've loved it I've loved this whole process and I would say having support so being in solid and having guidance I wouldn't have known where to start or what to do or how to map out a launch um Mm. without your support um and I would say that people can do a launch differently you know that you can do do you can change things to suit you and your business and product and how you work but I think having a roadmap to start with um has been super helpful because next mm-hmm. time I can go oh actually I really like that or like I would have a longer car open or I would have a shorter or like we can go over those things and yeah and tweak it and change it but I think having the roadmap was so helpful otherwise I wouldn't have known mm-hmm what to do or you know what's next yeah right well that's good because I was going to ask you what was the value you would put on having one-to-one support in the lead up to and during the launch so just for people listening Shelly is a member of Solid she is Mm -hmm. a founding member of my Solid membership but we've also been working together one-to-one for around about six months Mm -hmm. um getting close on six months anyway for most of this year Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, what kind of a value would you put on that? I love working one-to-one with people. I place high value on working one-to-one anyway. I've had a Mm one-to-one parenting mentor for coming up four years, three and a half Mm -hmm. years. So I myself love working one-to-one because it's specific support. Mm -hmm. Um, So I 
you know, I place a high value on that anyway. I don't know. You mm-hmm. can't put a figure on it for me because I just, if I, that's how I've learned something. That's how I've learned this. If I mm-hmm. don't know something, who can I have as a mentor? Who can I reach out to and who can I learn from? So I've had many different mentors and it's mentorship is a really high value of mine. So, mm-hmm. um, so anyone that is wanting to grow in their business, I think having one-to-one is so specific and um, to your business that it just helps you, you know, find a path forward. Um, Mm. But for me, the thing that really helped, because there was a period of time, like we did a bit of one-to-one work last year. Oh, no, then I ended up in Clarity, um, Mm -hmm. the course, your course, and then into Solid. But I found there was a period of time from like December to February, March, where I didn't have one-to-one. And I realized that if it was just me thinking about, it's just me and my business. So I've got a VA for support as well, which is, she's incredible. And she does a lot of, you know, PDFs and Canva and different things, but it's still my business. So having someone to help bounce ideas off of and kind of see where we're going before I can kind of see that myself. Um, And just to sort of think about my business was so important because I noticed in that time where I didn't have the one-to-one, it was a bit washy and it was a bit like I was a bit lost in my own direction of what was next Mm -hmm. that I had no one to kind of say, Hey, well, what do you think of this idea? Or what do you think of this idea? And, um, and having that is really helpful for me. Yeah. Just having that check-in of like, okay, well, how's your finances going? You asking me that question and me going, oh, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, haven't really looked at that yet. Um, <laughs> okay. Yep. That needs an update. I think it's yeah. helped me shift from another big, big shift from a year ago. Mm. A year ago, I felt like I had a hobby and that I did mm. a bit of, um, I saw a few clients in my own little clinic and even my language, my own little clinic, it was just small, you know, it was a little couple of days a week. I didn't feel like, yeah, I didn't feel like I had a business or Mm. I was a business owner or I ran a business. Um, I was a practitioner doing my own thing. Yeah. And that, you know, whereas now, I'm like, okay, well, what is happening with my finances? Where's my taxes going? Um, you know, what do I need to register for? And where's the direction of the business? What am I doing next? Like, I feel like one of my goals with you when I first started at the start of the year was like to feel like I own or run a business. And, and do you? Yeah, I do now. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I run a podcast. I've started like, yeah. you know, the clinic yeah. is full and um but even your, you know, going back to talk about finances, you had the biggest month that you, we don't need to talk about numbers, but you did have the biggest month that you've ever had in June yeah. um, this year. But also part of that is, you know, things like getting your finances set up so that you're using, you know, a proper accounting software and, you know, all of yeah. that is far, far better managed than what it was 12 months ago as well. So yeah. while all of this marketing and, course creation stuff and podcasting's been happening and in, in over here you've also been doing stuff in the back end that is you know taking on that you know that business owner um persona I guess 
Yes. And also that helps reduce the overwhelm because if you know Mm. that those things are quick and easy to stay on top of, taken care of it's taken care of whereas a year ago I was so completely snowed under by the things that I don't necessarily enjoy or um found hard Mm. that I would just leave them (laughs) whereas and then they pile up (laughs) and then they pile up and then it gets worse and so having full of receipts (laughs) well yeah that's probably what it was like you know (laughs) so Having, um, and I still don't necessarily do these myself, but as a business person, I've got people to do them for me now. Yes. So, you know, or I've worked out systems where it's much easier for me to do them. Mm. Um, And so that has been a big shift that I actually run my own business and this is my work and that it's, yeah, this is who I am or, you know, this is what I do in the world. Love it. Mm. Love it. What advice do you have to others who want to make this change and run a similar launch, you know, maybe launch their first course or really double down? What Mm. advice do you have for them? Um, I think coming back to the belief stuff first, like compassion for themselves, really looking at um, where's your energy going that you can close down those tabs. You know, when I talk about tabs, I mean, you know, like where can you close down some of those things that drain your energy or take it away from like what is like what is your purpose? What's your mission or you know, what are you what are you here for? So getting really clear on that and then that belief work of like I can do this. This is, you know, this is mine. Putting mm-hmm. those blinkers on around other people because we can easily even just this last week I was like swayed by things that I read and could feel myself come a bit off center and having some practices and support in place so the inner work practices to come back to that has been so beneficial for me Mm. so that it's really solid in myself um also getting family support on board if you've got it like I said to my husband, this is going to be a big couple of, like a big month. It was about two weeks of school holidays was when I was doing reset. So I didn't work in the clinic during that time. Um, so I didn't have CST clients. Um, and my husband, I said, you know, this is going to be big. <laughs> um, mm. Can you do a bit more with the kids? And he took them away for a day or so. And he did a heap of work around the house. So he picked up a lot of that work so I could really focus in on this. Um, so getting in some support, telling family, asking for help, clearing your schedule so your other things are taken care of so that you can really like focus in on what you're wanting to do mm-hmm. and having a plan, going and join, join Solid. <laughs> that would be my advice um you know like having a having a support like having support and you know a plan and Mm. and help you know that's been crucial yeah yeah so good Shelly I do ask three questions to all of my guests on the podcast so of course I want to ask you 
what would your parents describe what you do for a living or how would your parents describe what you do for a living? Mum and dad would describe it as supporting parents to understand their children. They've listened to every podcast now. Amazing. Which has been uh, huge for them. So, and huge for me, actually. So they very much know what I do. Um, And they would describe it as, yes, supporting parents, passionate about understanding children's behaviour. Amazing. That's great that they know. So many people laugh at that question. Yeah. Uh, Shelley, what has been the most joyous part of your life and business to date? Hmm, joyous part of life and business. I think feel free to give two answers, one for life, one for business. <laughs> yeah, I think the most joyous part of business is being able to share what really feels so true for me. And like it's this deep drive of wanting to help parents to change the way we relate to kids. And that has just that is really what drives me and being able to do this now in my work honestly it just I feel so so grateful um hearing people when they say I've listened to the podcast and this changed or I've read this and it really helped it's like that is just everything Mm. and then for life I think building the life that we really desire with my husband and you know really building a life that we enjoy and love and uh, creating that together so he gets to do the thing he loves in the world and I get to do the thing I love but our kids you know get to do their things and just that creating the life that we um it's conscious. It's like what really lights us up, what brings us joy and having family like connection at the heart of the family is, yeah, it's just everything. I love it. Your family is beautiful too. They're just, they're a delight to hear your family stories. And, you know, I know that, you know, even in terms of financial and time investments that, you know, you're very much always linking that back to your values, which Mm. I just think is, you know, means that you you're always living in alignment with with you know your true self, which is really beautiful. Hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Try to. Well, and as we uncover like who that true self is, it becomes more and more aligned with mm. uh, who we really are. And I think that has probably been in the last ten years of mothering. That's been the biggest thing of coming home yeah. to myself, of uncovering who is. Shelly under all of our conditioning that Mm. now I get to just share this because this feels uh, so true to me. Love it. Love it. Shelly, where can everyone go and find and follow you? Yes. So um, on Instagram, it's uh, underscore Shelly Clark underscore on Facebook. It's Shelly Clark, mind, body, parenting, my website, www.shellyclark.com. And the podcast is Mind Body Parenting Podcast with Shelley Clark. Love it. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today and congratulations on your Reclaim launch. Um, Shelley, will will Reclaim be launched again anytime soon? Yes, in the new year. So the new year. Yeah, it'll be in January. Fabulous. Yeah. I cannot recommend it more highly. 
honestly, um, go and do it. Do yourselves a favor. If, you know, I think what a great time to reset the start of the year, um, you know, families getting back to school, getting back to all the things. Highly recommend that program. Shelly, congratulations on your recent launch. Um, and I just can't wait to see what's next for you. I adore working with you. Oh, thank you. It's the feeling is mutual. So thank you very much. <laughs> to the Joyous Journeys in Life and Business podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Joy. Jump on over to find me on the web at SharonJoyCoaching.com. And if you're looking at checking out any of Shelley's programs, you'll find the link to her website in the show notes, or you can check her out on the web at ShellyClark.com. I highly recommend her Reclaim program. Thanks for listening.